Welcome to the Loans On Demand podcast, the show where we flip the real estate status quo on its head and put loan officers into the driver's seat. We give you all the tools, strategies, resources, and mindset needed to modernize your mortgage business and thrive. And my name is Luke Shankula, AKA Longform Luke, and this is the Loans On Demand podcast. Hey, what's going on? Welcome to the Loans On Demand podcast, the show where we help loan officers flip the status quo on the real estate agents and put loan officers in the driver's seat. And today I'm super excited because, man, I've seen the software around for years and I've talked to many people that love this software. And I'm super excited to be interviewing Darren. Darren is the co-founder of BombBomb. Let me kind of read some of this laundry list of achievements, things about him because he's a super special person. So Darren Dawson is the co-founder and president of BombBomb, a video communication platform that enables users to use simple personal video messages to leverage their best asset themselves. Leads all sales, marketing, customer success, product development at BombBomb. And it's a fast-growing Colorado-based software company. So I'm going to let him go ahead and introduce himself a little bit more beyond the little marketing speak there and kind of go from there. Thanks, man. Yeah, we were joking about it before we got going that that's kind of what our uh, PR firm sends over, I guess, when I'm doing a podcast that if I could get that introduction every time I walked into a dinner party, that'd be really helpful. Yeah, right, it made right. me feel better. But then my right, wife yeah. would just tell me that I'm not that big of a deal. And yeah, the, sit down. Yeah, sit just down, easy, easy big guy. Yeah. And ultimately, that's me. I mean, I'm a dad. I'm a husband. I live in a little town called Palmer Lake, Colorado. I love it. It's only like 1,800 folks, but I live between nice. Denver and Colorado Springs, where Bomb Bomb is based. So, been here in Colorado for 27 years. It's awesome. Came from Michigan, but yeah, I've been living in this real estate, mortgage, insurance, financial services world deep here for the last five years. Started Bomb Bomb in 2006, believe it or not. So, wow. before there was a camera in the iPhone we were thinking that video should be better. That video was a better way to deliver yourself in a sales environment or a customer experience environment. And so we were a little early and it took us a while to get things rolling. I didn't quit my day job until 2012. So before this, I was at a local NBC affiliate running what they called new media. So I had salespeople and I had like content developers working in an NBC affiliate. And then And before that, I owned two different marketing companies. We sold both of those. And I got the kind of the NBC gig because I was sick of traveling and I just gotten married. I'm like, is there anybody you know locally that would hire me? And they said, well, we would. We'd hire you. So we built our first website. We started our email marketing campaigns. We did a bunch of fun stuff. So I've always been like digital kind of person. You know, I've been doing pay-per-click since... 2002 or something with the Yahoo. It was called Overture before Google had nice. a pay-per-click process. So always been kind of a sales and marketing guy, ran sales teams Love and it. marketing teams. Nice. And always been an entrepreneur. The only job I've ever had was working at the NBC station. But the guy that hired me, the general manager, was great. He let me kind of be an entrepreneur within that. Sure. And it was really in working there that I kind of figured out this idea. If you could get these people to pay attention to you, like at the 10 o'clock news, for instance, that's where the money was. And this idea of these videos and how do we keep attention? How do you maintain your own audience? I'm a big Seth Godin fan. So back then there was this thousand true fans book, the purple cow book. There's a lot of stuff Mm -hmm. he was talking about that really informed Connor and I, my co-founder on what we wanted to build in this business. And that's what led to this idea of video emails. And now like video anywhere that you send a message Bomb Bomb allows you to put a video in that message. I love that. And I think, you know, like I said, I've been hearing this around the industry for a while. I've messed around with it myself. 
And I've always kind of liked this idea of sending video messages. I just think in an increasingly busy world, it personalizes you to the people you're talking to, whether that be an existing right. client, whether that be a lead, whether that be, you know, anything, right. You're able to kind of like show them that you're human because especially if you're, you know, doing sales and you're cold calling or, you know, doing leads and you're having a call, like it's hard because, you know, you're just like a telemarketer at the other end of the line. So by having video, you're able to, you know, show them that you're human. And so I think that goes a long way, man. But, you know, it sounds like in this journey, it wasn't always easy, smooth sailing. I mean, 2006 to 2012, before you kind of quit your day job, man. So what was that kind of like, you know, starting a SaaS company really when it wasn't like the in thing now, like everybody's right. starting SaaS yeah, companies, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we always joke that we started a SaaS company way before it was cool. Yeah. Uh, you know, now you can go to college, I think, for entrepreneurship. Back right. then, we just called it entrepreneurship. You know, like it was tough, man. We didn't know anything about building a software company, but we got some friends that did. And then we just mm -hmm. kind of eked our way along there. And, sure. um, kept building the product, kept refining it. Like, again, I mean, flip cameras were heavily in use when we started this company. So we would actually go out and create the video for you in the beginning and then send it out. But we kept working on that tech and, you know, developed screen share technology, screen recording technology, where you can record your screen and uh, use that. That's a huge use case. And then, you know, we really focused on where could our beachhead strategy be? Like, I think that's important. Like who's our best customer for this right now? And then it was in real estate, actually. Both loan officers and realtors were the very first bomb bomb customers ever. Nice. The first loan officer got a great story. His name is Stuart Saunders. And he was working for SunTrust Bank. And he was embedded with a Sotheby's in Atlanta. And so he was kind of like the internal loan officer for Sotheby's in Atlanta. And he would do this two minute every Tuesday, he called it two with stew video, and he would send it out to everybody in that Sotheby's. And he became famous. He did. You know, he'd be like, they'd be like two with stew, two with stew. And he didn't know any of these people because was, he's was brand new. So he was one of our first customers. He was in the first 500 customers of BombBomb. Now we have over 100,000 and he was in wow. the first 500 and it was a loan officer. Wow. The other one is Pete Green, Atlantic Bay Mortgage. Pete, if you're listening, shout out to Pete Green. Another, just saw it super early, probably using it since like 2012 or so or 2013 and just simply communicating with customers, you know, building relationships with people, using video to do that, using video to talk about what the market's doing and all these things. And so it's funny, but BombBomb, our first core people have been loan officers and real estate agents. Wow. That's an incredible story. And it's funny to kind of see that, that, you know, again, you were so early in this development of a SaaS company in general. And I mean, I'm in the marketing world and everybody's talking about SaaS, SaaS is the future, things like that. And so again, even just from that standpoint, you're way ahead, but it's funny you talked about it. Like I remember in 2006, seven, yeah, I did have a flip phone. I actually remember because it was like right around when I first got my first cell phone when it was a flip phone and I thought it was so cool. And then I remember like a couple of years later getting a phone that was like right before the smartphones, but it was a touchscreen. It was like, oh, this is so right. cool. But still like, I couldn't imagine trying to film videos on there because it was like so blocky and gross and- Pixely you know, so didn't work. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we were relying on, we used to ship a camera to you in the early days wow. of BombBomb. We would ship you a camera. We would sell cameras on our website, like, you know, accessorize like a webcam, like a better sure. high-end webcam. And the internet wasn't powerful enough to handle the videos that right. those would make. I mean, there's just lots of things yeah, along the way that we pushed through and forged ahead on, but 
Yeah. So, so I, I assume early on, like, what was the platform look like? I know like now, like it, it kind of pops up as like a video, you know, inside of the emails and things like that. Was it just like yeah. a link at the beginning or what did that look like? No, we started right away. We developed in experience, meaning it wasn't a link because a link you could okay. do a link right, people right. could do. You know, I mean, I mean, frankly, this was before YouTube. So YouTube right. was private when we started bomb bomb. So you know, even That's a link to YouTube, it, right? the first bomb bomb videos we hosted on a server in a closet, you know, like it used to be that you could link out to something that was hosted on the internet, but sure. we wanted the, your face to be the first thing that they saw. Right. Remember we were salespeople. So we wanted to stand out. We wanted to differentiate ourselves. We wanted to be compelling. We wanted to get more replies. We wanted to get better open rates. Sound familiar? Yep. That hasn't changed because ultimately we wanted more referrals. We wanted more business. We wanted to excel. We were trying to scale ourselves, our time, scale face-to-face because we knew that if we got face-to-face with you, our likelihood of closing that was high. The problem is how do you get more face-to-face, right? And so right. by sending a video, we could use our best assets, which was you know our ability to sell. Like we're human. So the communication factor goes up a hundred fold from text. We looked like everyone else when we sent text emails. We looked like us when we sent videos. That was the idea in 2006. That's the idea today. And I think it's even more relevant because back then email wasn't like it is today. I think I'm going to soapbox just a little bit on this. Okay. So yeah, like of course. in the last two years with the pandemic, everybody just sent more stuff. We just kept right. escalating the stuff. You all listening, you deal with this yourself. Like when we get done, if you're done listening with this, you go back to your email, it's going to be full of junk. So not only do you got to stand out from your competitors or your peers for that new business, you have to stand out from all the other stuff that's flying at us. I was at a mortgage conference. I think it was in January in Nashville, Tennessee, MBA conference. Everyone's talking about, well, what are we going to do this year? Because now, you know, refis are slowing down. It's going to be about new purchase. And literally every company was like, we're going to get more market share. I'm like, really? Every one of you is going to get more market share? Because yeah, that doesn't work. <laughs> the pie is this big. You just can't all eat more pie. Right, right. And so I get it. I get it, though. So you got to get more market share. Well, what are you going to do? How are you going to do that when you're also inundated with all this noise in the market. It's not just your market noise. It's everybody's market noise, right? right SaaS right. hasn't helped this. I call that nuclear proliferation. SaaS is like the chief contributor of just, let's just email them more. If we right, email right, them more right. and we get 1% open rate, we're going to win. I don't love that. I think we need to get back to building relationships, past clients, real estate agents, to get referrals, to get repeat business, to be different when a new lead comes in and how you respond to that. So how do you do that? Everyone looks like each other in text and human beings are interestingly different in every which way. And then I think that's a good thing. And I think that's what video helps. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I think it's funny that you said that because it's true. Automation has kind of gone full swing from like, oh, well, people are like so against it to, you know, now everybody wants to do it. And they think that's their conversion mechanism. Like, hey, if I just, you know, I send more emails, send more texts and things like that, like it's going to turn into something. But the truth is like, that's just another tool. It's another thing that you can leverage to get conversations started. But at the end of the day, like people still do business with people. They don't do business with automations. They don't do business with tech. So by sending videos like that, like you're actually going to stand out 
within the automations, if you are doing an automation or you do it in a personalized way, because I think you can do both of those things, right? You could, you know, create a templated video and use it in an automation, but you can also do yep. personalized videos specific to the people you're talking to as well, right? And so- that, That's it exactly, right? Like we call it the evergreen video use case. And then there's mm -hmm. the personal video that says, hey, Luke, what's going on, man? How are you? Hope you're well, hope your family's doing good. Like you have people that you're on that level with and you should, like my loan officer, I know him. His name is Scott Seaman. He works at Bank Central. He's a great guy. If he sent me some thing that looked marketing and be like, what the heck is this? You're right. degrading your relationship. Why would you do that? I send him all my referrals. Did that this week, you know, like I think that, Building relationships and going back to those basics is fundamental. Automation kind of makes us lazy, makes my salespeople right. lazy. I'll tell you that, right? They start to wait for that lead to occur. It's kind of like exercise, like the effort you have to put in to calling people and building relationships with real estate agents and going out to networking events. You got to do that stuff. You never want to do it, but you're always glad you did it. It's like, I never want to run ever. I hate it. But when I do it, that runner's high is real. I think it's the same benefit. Like you got to get in a mindset that tells you some of these things I got to do to build the business because this automation just isn't going to make it automatically appear for me, especially right. now in a contracted market that's highly competitive. Like the old tactics, even if they did work, aren't going to work moving forward in the next couple of years. Right, right. Yeah, 100% agree. I laugh that you say that with the everybody's going to take market share because that's what I see from everybody. Everybody's like, you know, yeah. so optimistic, just so courageous about what's happening. But at the same time, it's like, all right, well, there's reality. And then there's, you know, what are we going to do to survive and thrive in this market? You don't necessarily have to take more market share, but like, hey, what are you going to do? And I think standing out from the crowd is a huge way to do that. And video has been a thing for a long time. It's not like this is a new thing. And it just seems like sometimes the mortgage industry and in general, most industries are a little behind when it comes to technology. And they're, you know, now everybody's talking about, well, video is the thing. And I said, well, I think video has been a thing forever. Like, you know, obviously. You <laughs> My joke about is, it, you work I have a joke about this, actually. It's that I've been attending real estate, you know, a mortgage, insurance, financial services, conferences, maybe for 10 years. Every year for that 10 years, it's been the year of video. Right, right. It's like every year, like for real though, is it like we can get to this? We should, because there's a fear of video, right? Well, like yeah, that's, well, that's what I was going to be my next thing. That was going to be my yeah. next thing really was, you know, a lot of these people, a lot of people are hesitant to start. So that's one thing I did want to talk about if we're kind of yep. done with that other side of things. Absolutely. I think the fear of video is super real. And I'm going to go back to the exercise analogy. Um, I know what I want to look like and that's why I want to exercise. And I want to live long because I want to see grandkids, <laughs> but it sucks. I hate it and I hate doing it. I think that's somewhat how video comes down to Like, I don't admonish anybody for not wanting to do video. I kind of really get it. And in the beginning, I was even similar that you got to get comfortable with it. But once you do, there is a benefit that occurs, but sometimes it takes longer than you think to see the benefit. Just like me, now that I'm 47 years old and I want to lose five pounds, that takes me like a month. When I was 25, I was like that. And so we're also cued into the, like this instant gratification. So if I do video, bought my business super quick. Well, there's no quick fix to anything in business, by the way. That's a separate podcast, right? Right. But if you just simply begin to build your confidence, I always tell people, send videos in the beginning to people that you know and that love you. So this could be your family if they're out of state. Send them a quick video being like, hey, how you doing? Like show your face. And the reaction that you get will give you an endorphin boost. 
because they'll be like, oh, I love that video. That video is amazing. That was so cool to see you. And you start to like build your confidence slowly over time. But I get it. It's like every time you turn on the camera, we're almost like, I don't know what to say now. Like it's completely draw a blank. Things start to change. So you got to kind of train yourself. Like, what would you say if that person was sitting across from you? Hey, how you doing? Good to see you. Hope you're well. Like be a normal person. That's all you got to do really in video. Don't overthink it. I think people want to be too polished. People don't like polished. People like authentic. People like transparent. People like real. We desire that more than ever. That's why I left the TV business because I'm like, this thing's going down. Like nobody trusts that. Like it's just too much. I'm not saying don't be professional. I'm just saying, be yourself, be authentic, right? Mm -hmm. But send these videos to people you know and that know you and you trust and then step it up. Then go to your A customers and just check in on them. How's it going? What's up, Luke? I mean, I hope you're well. It's been too long since we talked. Hopefully you've talked to these people in the last year or so, but if you haven't, take the opportunity to check in. It's okay. The best thing to do is just start and then build your confidence and then find repeatable ways to inject video and you will stand out. It's a better customer experience. People like it, especially I think in process when you're doing a loan, Hey, good news. Your credit is approved. We're moving forward. Everything looks great. This is what we need next. Blah, 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 blah. Like light. Right. And then you can actually do that as an evergreen video that you do once you can use again and again and again. So not every video has to be new every time. I think for loan officers, it can really save you a ton of time if you create videos. I know because Scott tells me this, my loan officer, like he gets the same questions that I ask him every freaking day from everybody. Right. You get the same <laughs> questions. What about a HELOC? How does that work? If I build a house, how does that work? What are the rates doing? What's the deal? Like all these things are like you answer them 50 times a day. So answer them once in a video and send that same video. It feels like it's just for me, even though you made it once. Yeah. And I love that. So do you suggest doing like a frequently asked questions sort of video bank and just every time you get a question, you try to record something every day? Okay. That's a good thought. Just because it's almost like an SOP, right? Like you think about it from a business standpoint, it's like every time you have to do something that's replicatable, you know, why not record an SOP about it? So same thing with- Right. When you do that, you're scaling that activity and you're scaling your time, you're scaling your business and you're making yourself available to do more business. So mm-hmm. what are the revenue producing activities and what are not revenue producing activities? Create evergreen videos for those non-revenue producing activities that can just save you time. So when they ask you, hey, can you help me understand, you know, how, if I was to build a new home, this is the question I asked him, how would that work? And it is a thing, like, how are you going to get that kind of financing? What is it? Like, so break it down for me what the differences are between a you know, I'd done a bunch of mortgages, but I'd never done a new home build. What's mm-hmm. that mean? Dumbest time to build a house right now, by the way, for me. It was, <laughs> didn't want to do it. But he broke that down for me. I think doing a video on that, explaining that, and just being like, boop, there it is. Or HELOC. Or, you know, you probably know some of these examples better than I do. I would just sit down, encourage you to sit down, make a list. 10 things that you get asked every day, all day, FAQs, like you said, make videos for them. Be like, oh, that's a great question. Get all the time. Check out this video. Boom. Done. Yeah, and that's awesome. <laughs> and Bob makes it easy to do that. When I was going to say, and you could just do it as they come up anyway. Like you don't even necessarily have to put a list down and say, all right, well, 
this question just came in. Let me go ahead and quickly record a video. You can either record it specifically right. for them and then re-record another one that's just a general that's one right. for the future. But again, it's just to stop the complication because I think sometimes people, again, freeze. But I don't know what to talk about. And this is something I do all the time. It's like, well, what do I talk about? And then as soon as I start talking, I'm like, I can talk for like an hour. Video specifically helps people who sell a complex product where repeat and referral business is integral to their success and where a human being is necessary in the transaction. I'll say that mm-hmm. one more time, like video, this is where we really focus. We help people who sell a complex product that needs to be explained. Like I'm running a business, we're doing pretty good, but I don't know all the ins and outs of all this mortgage stuff, okay? I'm mm-hmm. smart but you're better at that than me. I need you as a professional to help me walk through that. Same thing in buying a house. I'm not going to do it. I'm going to let my real estate agent do that. And I'm going to let my loan professionals help me. And I have lawyers for the same thing. I think these are complex things. And then you all rely on a repeat and referral business. Video helps you provide an exceptional customer experience that makes people want to refer you right? It's easy to share a video of you and explain why they're the best one to work with. And then again, a human being is necessary in the transaction. I can't do it without you. Like, I'm going to go to your office. We're going to sign all these papers and do all this stuff. That's why I think video really works well in the loan process for loan originator professionals. That's cool. And I think you could theoretically even do something like an intro video. Like when someone you know, comes yep, on board and they on board as a client. You could just have an evergreen video that says, here's who I am. Here's why I'm so passionate about this industry. Here's what my experience looks like. Here's yada, 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 and kind of give so, a background because again, personalizing yourself. And the thing that we, you know, I talk about all the time is humans like to do business with people that are like them. Right. And so like, that's just going to affirm, okay, well, this is a family person. This is a, you know, they like right. these things. They have a dog They you know, and just kind of talk a little bit about yourself just to kind of give them that intro. And I love life. that. You just said something really key there we kind of size people up, right? On how we feel about them. Right. How do humans feel? We do it through interaction. We do it through really nonverbal. I move my hands when I talk, your brain's picking up on way more in my nonverbal than is what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. So let's say that you have a real estate agent is referring you. And ideally, you're the only one that's going to get that referral, but times are tough and it's competitive out there and everybody's going for market share. So that real estate agent may actually give that to two loan officers. Hey, I work with Luke. He's great, but Darren is great too. You should talk to both of them and you can decide. Okay. So when you get that referral over, how might you respond? Is that going to be a phone call? Is that going to be a text email? I would tell you, send a quick video, just like you said there, introducing yourself. Hey, I got three kids. I live here in Palmer Lake, Colorado. I've been here for 27 years, been doing this. Like, tell them about yourself because that's how we feel like we like you because really it tends to be in the consumer's mindset, a commodity. Right. So I like to do this experiment. I would say to you, look, if you had two companies come to your house, let's say it's landscaping and they were the same price, same time frame, it's the same. Basically, they're going to provide you the same thing. How will you make a determination of who you will choose? If everything is basically the same in your mind, you kind of go with who you like. Yeah, yeah. It makes sense because that's an emotional, you know, people buy things emotionally and then justify with logic, right? And so 100% probably just say, all right, who do I emotionally, 
feel more connected to, then they seem like they're an expert and that's when they're going to start justifying. All right, well, they know this, this and that, you know, all these terms are, so they sound like they know what they're doing. Yeah, so I would connect with them emotionally on a personal level and then talk about my expertise, how I've been doing this. I've been working with the person who referred you for over yeah, X amount of years, whatever it is, what's your unique selling proposition, but deliver that in a video, not in just another text email that looks like everybody else. Awesome. Yeah. I think that's a huge point too. I mean, because I think so many times loan officers forget and they kind of get into, you know, loan officer speak, they get all into kind of the techno babble, I guess you can call it just being very technical with the terminology. And, you know, sometimes that can actually overwhelm people. So just kind of getting into that personalization first. I listened to your Jason Frazier podcast, you know, from a few weeks ago, I think it was great. One of the best things I think he said, and I'll repeat it is that don't talk about the mortgage business as much as talk about you. I mean, I'm being very, you know, brief. It was a lot better than that, but he's right. You have got to build a relationship. People, these are big deals. These are big transactions to them. This is a big thing. So it's based on know, like, and trust. And you have to have a relationship to know, like, and trust someone. That's why I think that we fail so many times in getting the repeat business from that past client because we don't keep in touch. Come on. Like, you can do that. That is easy to do with video in a big, powerful way. But just talk about life more than rates because that's scary to me right. right but help me understand that there's like my lobster just said hey arms are becoming an interesting thing again when you think about building that new house maybe this is a he's helping me think through that stuff in a very easy way right 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 without starting to talk using about video DTI, to do I'm like, oh, it's LTV. right right yeah. without using all the scary terminology like dti and ltv and you know, BRB, and I'm just kidding, but you know what I mean? And so that, yeah, gets, do. that does get a little scary. Th- there's a, a place scary. for that. There is a place for that, but it's just not on the front end of that and not right. in the happy birthday message. I mean, you know, we do this a lot with loan officers and with real estate agents. He said, you know, talk about the top 10 pizza restaurants you like or five in your community. It's just, they know what you do. Just stay in front of them on a regular basis. But again, video gives us ability for us to be like, oh, Yep. That's Jason. I like that guy. I like him. When I get a house, I'm going to use him or, you know, you should talk to him because he's great. I like him. It's just, I got to feel like I know and trust you, I think, to do this type of business with you. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about from a tactical standpoint, can you like take a video and is it all through the app or can you just create a video and upload it to BombBomb? Because yeah. the, the use case I guess I'm thinking about is like you could create a video on BombBomb or create a video for BombBomb, but also potentially post it on YouTube and potentially put it on Instagram. Potentially, like it feels like you can create some of this content and then cross post it, even though this is going to be kind of like a one-to-one approach in this sense. Yeah, a little uh, bit. I think what we try and do is if you create a video and for us, It's really about helping you create a better customer experience Mm -hmm. for the people you are working with, that you will work with, and that you have worked with, right? So the origination process, that's a great place to use personal video, either evergreen videos or personalized to the person. But the way that we deliver that in BombBomb is through a mobile app. So you can use our mobile app. We're integrated into Expert, for instance. We have integration with Top of Mind. We have an integration with Gmail, Outlook. Messenger, LinkedIn. So anywhere you are creating a text message, we give you the ability to insert a video alongside that or instead of it, right? 
So the next time you're like texting something out and you're looking like everybody else, consider thinking about throwing a video there instead. Does and that, I think does the video oh, show up as like a video like it does on email? Because you know, like on does. email, you can do yep. HTML. Okay, that's yeah. Really so cool. like in LinkedIn, for instance, shows my face, and we actually record the first three seconds. We make an animated GIF with that. So right, for I like LinkedIn that. course, I really like right, I'm that. like, hey, what's up? You know, so you can actually see the person, you see their face. We've done a lot of research. You know, we run this analytic tool on that first three seconds and just how that first frame that they see is constructed. We've run millions of videos through that. And so the play button is designed a specific way. We ran combinations of play buttons. If it's under a minute, we say it's one minute and we say it's 60 seconds, 59, 55 seconds. If it's over a minute, we take that away because we know that if it says one minute video, the more likelihood is it will be played. And we remove that if it's too long, because then that de-emphasizes that person to play it. So we spend more time thinking about your recipient than we do about you, our customer, because we know what you want is the reply. What you want right. is the interaction. Right. So we spend a ton of time. We transcribe your videos so they can see it. We just give them a better experience than text for receiving communication from you, our user. So like you can like the video, you can have a call to action in the video that they can click. Far more interactivity in that experience is what we're trying to deliver to the recipient so that you get what you want, which is more conversations about doing business revenue activities versus these non-revenue activities, right? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So let's get into a little tactic. Like, What's one thing that you would say for a loan officer, you know, even if it's a real estate agent, what's something that you would do to tell them to go out and do right now to go get more business? Like using BombBomb. <laughs> Easiest thing you can possibly do is make a list of customers you haven't talked to in the last four months and send them a how you doing video. It doesn't have to be about the market. Imagine you bumped into them at the supermarket. What would you say? Do you know them that well? If you do, I would send personal videos to them. Second thing I would do is create that FAQ list that we talked about. What are the things you get asked all the time? If you do that, I just gave you back revenue producing activity time right. and I just made you more money. I guarantee yeah. it. Bomb bomb costs $588 a year. So that's a pretty quick return on investment. I know yeah. if you make that FAQ list and then bomb bomb, you kind of get like if you're in Gmail or Outlook, you have a drop down, you can just grab the video insert, boom, done, send. Oh, so like an integration so, like so that. Quick. Like you literally do like templates in there. Correct. So we have that all built in. Wow. So you have those choices, right? I can say, click, record, you know, new video, it's done. I can use it again and again. So like you said, if I get that question, man, I'm going to make this one video and I'm going to use it every time I get this question. If you do that activity today, you just made more money in 2022, guaranteed. Because you had yeah. more time. Time is the money problem. Like, you, how do you yep. scale your time is the question you should be asking yourself as a loan officer in 2022, because you're going to have to do more of these activities. You have to be smarter about the activities you're doing. So if you do that one evergreen process, you're going to make more money. If you reach out to your past clients and say, hey, what's up? Have you had any thoughts of selling? And I love how you tagline that. You know, I work with a lot of real estate agents. Your tagline for the show is how to put the loan officer back in charge of that, of the right. transaction. That activity of reaching out to your past clients, I told you before the show, Tom Perry is a good buddy of ours, has been for a long time, big advocate, great coach in real estate. And this is his line. You reach out to your past clients, you just say, have you had any thoughts of selling this summer? Just do that. Or Brian Buffini up the street from you. 
Oh, by the way, that's his tagline. Have you had any thoughts of selling this summer? Like, just reach out with that. Check in. How's it going? How's the kids? How's the family? How's the dog? Have you guys had any thoughts? I know it seems like a crazy market, but there's more opportunity in it than you think. I'd love to help you if it makes sense. Or if you know anybody that is, please send them my way. Appreciate you. Look forward to seeing you sometime soon. See you later. Bye. That's it. it. It's a check-in. Easy to do. Those are the two things I would do in video to make money. I love that. And I think it's huge from a personalization standpoint too, because from a marketing perspective, we understand that, you know, a person's name is the sweetest thing, right? So using people's name, uh, using words man. like you, yes. like those are things that are super, super powerful when it comes to people hearing that. It's just, it's human psychology, right? So using people's name is huge. So personalizing it will- It's an endorphin release too. Let's say it's chemical. Yeah. So this person remembers my name, you know, like I think the super strong way to stand out, right? I don't think you can go wrong by personalizing everything, but obviously, you know, at a certain point you got to scale too. So you got to think about, you know, what's going to make you the most money. And from a prospecting perspective, you probably want to try to use their name, but you know, maybe from a more FAQ side of things, you just kind of make, I'll give you a quick story just from another industry. I had to pick my wife's car up from the dealership. Mm -hmm. Okay. My wife drives a very nice infinity. I drive a Toyota Tundra. So here you go, Infinity Toyota. Like this is a very different brands, right? But when I took my wife's car back to Infinity, we had a loaner car. I was dropping it off. And I walked in and this guy says, Mr. Dawson, good to see you. Thanks for dropping the car off. And I said, are you clairvoyant? Like, how do you know yeah. it's... And he was smart enough to look at the car that I brought back and ran the number and figured out who it was. I go to Toyota and it's like number 365, number 300. Right. Like it's just not the same. And so in That's your business, funny. do you want to be infinity? Hey, Mr. Dawson, what's going on? Or, hey, Dave, hey, Luke, hey, what's going on, Jim? Hey, Sarah, like, know their names or are you just going to be Toyota? You're like number 375 to me. I'm doing 50 oil changes in this hour. I hate that experience. Hate it. I dread it. Right. I go to infinity. I'm in and out. It's coffee and lattes and stuff. And it's a different brand experience but I'm transacting a different value there for them too. I'm buying a more expensive car. They're buying a more expensive thing with you. I think we have the ability to level up our experience that we're delivering. And you can choose to do that. And if you do, I think you can have an exceptional 2022. You can stand out from your peers. You can gain the market share that you all want, yep. but you're going to have to put a little effort in, in the relationship category. Well, I think it's huge. One of my favorite books is Never Lose a Customer Again. And I think implementing video is going to create that client experience that he talks about in that book, right? It's just a different era that we're in, right? Amazon ruined customer service for everyone because of their two-day shipping and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, you got to level up, you know, as the years go on, people expect more and more and more. They expect faster service. They expect more white glove experience. And so, you know, implementing video is going to be huge. As we're wrapping up here, I see here that you had some exciting things coming out for LO. So let's talk a little bit about what that is and what's kind of coming down the pipe with the- Yeah, with yeah. The to sum this up really easy because we've been talking about it a ton. These evergreen videos that we think everyone should kind of have in their uh, video libraries, right? So we talked about the FAQs, mm -hmm. but we've been working a lot with Total Expert, which is a big CRM company. We've been friends mm -hmm. with them for a very long time. They've been nothing but great to us, helping us accelerate into the mortgage business. And so we've been working tighter with them on developing how we put more evergreen videos in the journeys within Toll Expert. So imagine like an origination journey, or if you have something like a retention journey or a, a lead to close journey in Toll Expert, that we're calling it moments that matter. So what are the moments that matter in your process? Could be birthdays too. Like we'll create these evergreen videos with you and enable that to just automatically happen right out of Toll Expert. 
So you won't have to, you know, worry about, well, I'm going to make this one. I got to copy and paste it. We're going to take that one step further and just automate that. So if it's nice. her birthday, there goes the birthday message. If you just got a lead in, automate a response. Hey, how's it going? My name is Darren. Thank you so much for checking me out on my website. Just want to introduce myself, put a face for the name and just make that customer experience happen. And then let you step back and really choose the custom experiences you want to deliver, but automate a lot of the evergreen ones. So that's what we're working on. We're excited about it. Been doing that for like four months and we're getting close to releasing it. Awesome, man. That sounds phenomenal. If you know anybody at Total Expert, though, can you tell them to open up their API? <clears throat> Sorry, what? Uh, I didn't say that. No, it's funny. We've tried to integrate with them a, a few times and they just don't like to open up their API yeah, very I think much. it's tough. So, uh, I see both sides that we came, you know, we're more in that SaaS world, so our API is open, right? And right. so I get- in, And I'm a marketer and I'm a marketer. So I, you know, how do we get leads in the system? It doesn't open Exactly. Up, right? I think what I've found though, in these other companies, especially in mortgage and finance, is that they're so about compliance. That's right, a good yeah. thing about an evergreen video too. If you're an executive in a company, that compliance piece in an evergreen video is more controllable. So we're really right. putting the admins of some of the larger companies, and you know, in the driver's seat of what is allowed to be an evergreen video and to make sure that what is said is compliant and standardized so that we're mm -hmm. not in trouble. So most times they don't want people saying whatever they want to say on video, right? Like yeah, that's not yeah, good. Yeah. Well, it's recorded. It's recorded, right? Yeah. And then we transcribe it and we put it back in a safe spot for them. I think that's where we really differentiate ourselves because yeah, we yeah. know financial services. And so we know the compliance problems that you sure. face and we take care of video in that context. And then it. that's how we're working with total expert to do that too. But Super yeah, smart. I hear you. Super smart. APIs no, I'm, just, I'm just messing. I'm messing just because, you know, I'm a marketer and you know, it's just what we do. So anyway, man, thank you so much. Where's kind of the best way for people to sort of find out more about BombBomb? I'm sure they can go to the website, things like that, but what's kind of the best ways they can go and learn a little bit more about you and BombBomb? The easiest place to find me is on LinkedIn. And I always okay. respond to folks. The only thing I ask is just send me a personal note, you know, say, hey, I love hearing you on the podcast. It was great. And I always connect with folks there. BombBomb.com is the best place. If you're interested in starting to send some videos, start a free trial and send some videos. I think that's just a great place to begin and see if it's for you. It is for you. It's just, are you willing to, you know, do the work and step into it a bit? Right, right. Or is it going to be a shiny object that never gets pulled out of the box? Because it is a powerful plenty tool. Of those. But, well, yeah, it's, there's plenty of those in the mortgage industry and in every industry. I think we've all bought something that we uh, never pulled out of the box or never started yeah, using. My challenge will be this though. Look, I see that you're seeing this happen right now. There will be people perhaps listening to you right now that are not going to be in this industry next year. You've got to figure this out. Like, what are you going right. to do that's different to change the narrative? Because I love it. You got to figure that out. It's early enough. It is still what we're recording this basically on Cinco de Mayo. It's May. I don't know when this comes out, but it's May. You can still make a difference in your business in 2022. You do not have to be one of those people that contracts in this business in a down market for everything that's going on in it. You can get that market share, but you're going to have to change something. Doing what you've been doing is not going to do it. Yeah, no, I agree. I think there's power in video and Bomb Bomb just facilitates that process. So I love that. And thank you so much, Darren, for being here. Great information. Anything to leave everybody with before we close out? I feel like we've covered the planet. 
I'll leave. I'll leave it. I know. I, I know. I mean, I could talk all day. I think videos, you know, and just to kind of finish off, like I recently, probably, I don't know, maybe a couple of months ago, I stumbled on an old video when I was still moonlighting as a loan officer before I kind of went into the marketing world and started my agency. But I was moonlighting as a loan officer and I recorded this video to try to invite people to a webinar. And it was so bad. I was like, hi, my name is Luke. I had no confidence. It just was so horrible. And I just was like, you know what? I did suck at one point. I probably still suck, but you know, at least I'm a little bit better. I've done, you know, now thousands of Zoom videos, regular videos, ads, all kinds of different things. So I've gotten a little bit better over time. And I know I get better every single time that I do a video. So just that for anybody who's listening, like realize you probably are going to suck at first. It's probably going to feel awkward. You're not going to like the way you look. You're not going to like the way you sound, but the truth is that's the way people see you anyway. So like, you just got to understand that like, we just look at ourselves in this weird light and just get it done. And that's the first step, right? You have to get it done. You have to start. And that's really where it goes. So thank you so much for listening. And thank you, Darren, yeah, for being here. And appreciate have a great it, day. Thanks for having me. I really do. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you for tuning into the Loans On Demand podcast on loansondemandpodcast.com. This is an I Love Mortgage Brokering production.